Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to a brand new show for a Thursday, June 3rd, year of our goddess Lilith 2021. Oh, hello, Lilith. It is right to give her thanks and praise. <laughs> Speaking of thanks, yeah. uh, real quick thanks to uh, Tino. As we put up on social media yesterday, Tino went out of his way to make uh, Funko Pops. Yes, custom cool. Custom Funko Pops. Very cool. Of uh, the Rear Admiral and myself, and they're very cool. So, Tino, thank you so much. And also, his uh, sister, Beatrice, is uh, undergoing chemotherapy, oh I believe, for a, a tumor that's... Uh, mm malignant tumor that she's fighting right now so we want to send her all the best yes. too. i know she's listening as well so uh, we're thinking of you we're pulling for you you are in our thoughts for sure beatrice and tino thanks again it was very fun to get those so Appreciate awesome. it. i am your old podcast pal ralph garman sitting here in the bat cave with me is the rear admiral funko pop legend <laughs> the sheriff of ghost town stanley's dad Oh, it just keeps getting Anything longer else? and longer. Yeah, this. Odie Gahuff, Odie Gahuff. He's Odie Gahuff. Some folks call him Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo-ho, Eddie. Yo-ho, indeed, Eddie. Yes. Happy Thursday to you. Me Happy too. Thursday to everybody out there. Little uh, programming note for you four-star generals. It's tonight. Our live stream event where you get to watch us record the show live. We'll be recording the Friday show for you four-star generals. You get to eavesdrop. Be a fly on the wall, as it were, <laughs> here in the Batcave and uh, watch us work our magic yeah. in front of these big, bulbous microphones. Oh, hot. Big, beefy microphones. Maybe we, got we get like in our face. 70 more like four-stars to upgrade. We do it shirtless. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm just trying to get you more four stars. I don't remember the last person who ever saw this body without a shirt on. <laughs> I avert my own eyes when I get in the shower. Yeah, I masturbate with my shirt on. I, I, cover, my, <laughs> I cover my eyes so I don't accidentally catch a glimpse of this doughy, pale Irish body. I was just trying to get more four stars, that's all. That, then they would immediately not only jump ship, but there'd be some, some nasty exit interviews as well. The, uh, the, the exit surveys would be not kind. Oh, no, brutal. Not going for that. I'd rather go pantless, I think, than go shirtless. <laughs> we could do that too. All right. Whatever works. The new cock cam. <laughs> Make sure yeah, we'll lower the camera to be at waist level. That's right. They don't want to see our faces anyway. <laughs> oh, kids. So join us tonight, 7 p.m. Pacific Daylight Savings Time. It's pretty simple. I'll give you the link. Uh, I think I sent it out last night. Just click on it. Click on that uh, Crowdcast link. It'll take you to the show. And you can watch us do that thing we do. Who are we, by the way? Oh, I already did that. We part. did the introduction. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, I have a little programming note myself. Oh, here we go. Um, I, this, I, see, this I've is been a surprise. I haven't been told, kids. So I'm going to hear this the it's first nothing. time along with it's you. I, I have a. Eddie's quitting. He's leaving. Goodbye, everyone. He is. He's moving on. Last show to greener pastures. I wish. 
Um, no, I uh, Friday night I'm doing a, sh a stand-up show in Long Beach at the Laugh Factory. If anybody wants to come, wow, uh, that's a legitimate comedy club. It's full an actual. Of people. It's an actual. It's not a bar show. It's an actual. No, comedy I meant club, it's yeah. not going to be like outdoors in a parking no, lot or it's anything. A, it's, it's a real a, deal. A we're straight back, up real comedy club. We're back to gig. normal now. Wow. Yeah. 10 p.m. Late show. Laugh Factory. Long Beach. Friday night, June All right. 4th. For you folks down there near Long Beach, California, if you're available Friday night at 10 p.m., go check out the comedy stylings of Mr. Eddie Come Pence. out and say hi. Yeah. Well, no, just say hi. Well, Sit in the audience and yeah. watch the show. You can just hang out outside the club <laughs> and say hi. Just cruise I leave. Yell hi at the guy. Go watch him work. You'll be glad <laughs> so you did. So there you go. All right. Um, so many people. Before we get into the show, oh, by the way, I got a hell of a show for you today. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Because it's Thursday. That means things are going to get sexy up in here. Keeping it light once again. Yeah. We are going to uh, take a look at a brand new survey that was uh, spurred on by a Garmy member who suggested this topic. I had more of a question than a topic idea. But we're going to look at the top 100, according to people in the know, mm -hmm. top 100 stripper names. Stage oh. names for strippers. Okay. The ladies who uh, go on stage to entertain yeah. often will not use their real name for various reasons Why? that we'll get into later Stardust on Stardust isn't show. the person's real name? Turns out, not her given name. That's shocking. So uh, we'll look at, you know, there's so many lists, and I kept looking. I was like, oh, there's a good one down there at 72. How do I do it? I'm like, screw it. We're going to talk about All 100? All 100. Wow. They're just names. We'll burn through them. Okay. It's not going to take okay. that long. But that'll be fun later on in the show. Entertainment news, your phone calls so much, but I just have to touch base on what is now the hottest topic here on the Ralph Report, according to all of our Garmy members. The Garmy has cicada fever. Yeah, they do. They sure do. They sure do. Trying to uh, scare me off from feeding Eddie those chocolate-covered cicadas Look, by saying, he... hey, if he's got a seafood allergy, he can't eat them. Right. Well, he doesn't, and he will. Well, I might see if I can induce one before Munch and Monday. <laughs> I don't think that's I might how be that able works. to try it. Maybe if I just shove a bunch of seafood in my face. Or up your ass. Or for my that ass. Matter. All yeah. the orifices. Orifici. Mm. Um, yeah, apparently cicada are related to, to the uh, shrimp and lobster family. Oh. Like, so it's like eating shrimp or lobster. Is just it like think, it? Think of it that I way. I don't think it's like it's it. Very at all. similar. It's very similar to eating shrimp or lobster. So mm. think that I'm feeding you lobster. You're not. You're feeding you're me welcome. A, an insect, you're a large welcome. insect. You're getting the you're getting foul. the the lobster of the trees. I saw a picture of one, a chocolate covered one on on Twitter and it, I almost hurled. Oh, Cuz you can see it. it yeah, you can see it's what a it is. Thin coating of chocolate. Why can't it's, it be a thick coating? Because then I don't need to see it. It's too much chocolate. The balance There's of chocolate There's never too much chocolate. The balance of chocolate to cicada will be thrown off and you want to make sure you get the flavor of it both. It should be 99% chocolate, 1% cicada. No. You're thinking hot dogs. <laughs> There's a certain percentage of rat hairs that are allowed to be in hot dogs. <sighs> so, uh thanks to everyone for their support and Eddie Pence apparently has no interest in fighting the scourge that is the cicada. It is, uh, it's terrorizing and rampaging through our America, but yes. Eddie Pence doesn't seem to care. No. He, he's, he's like, fine, whatever, invade my country. I'll just, as long as I'm safe, that's all I care about. True patriots are standing up mm. against the cicada. Really? How? By eating them. And insane. We and can just now, throw them away. And now they're trying to attack the freedom of the press. The First Amendment is under siege by what? the cicada. It's true. I don't know if you saw this on CNN. I didn't. But congressional correspondent Manu Raju mm -hmm. was getting ready to do a live 
um, you know, they throw it to the reporters live in the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was waiting for that to happen, and he was on location there in Washington, D.C., and who do you think attacked him while he was getting ready for his live shot? They should know better doing outdoor reporting this time of year big, when Brood X is out there. Big fucking Brood Xer came along, and our man <laughs> Manu was none too pleased. You should check out this video online. I'm going to play you the audio, but it doesn't really do it justice because there's a long stretch here where he's getting ready, he's setting up for the live shot. And we, the viewer, can see the cicada climbing up the front of his shirt, oh but he has no idea it's oh, coming. Nightmare. Until it reaches his neck, the back, oh. the back of his neck. Oh. And that's when it kicks in. He starts to recognize what's happening. Oh, I got the willies. Here's a little audio from uh, Manu Raju from CNN. So is, am I going to be in the bright? Am I going to take a walk out of this, or are going to take a break? Okay. All right, so he's just waiting for them to go to him, and we see the cicada climbing up by his tie, up by his shoulder, Whoa. onto his collar. Oh. Oh my God. Cicada. <laughs> what the hell? Do I have more on me? No, you do not. I don't see any more on That's you. Well. No. Are they in my hair? No, yes. not in your hair. <laughs> He just starts cursing up a blue streak, oh, just I, flipping out. I felt his pain. I felt it. <laughs> oh. See, Got the it willies. could be worse. How could, not, it's no. not going to be crawling on oh. you. Mm. Our cicadas are going to be enveloped in a beautiful uh, chocolate covering, oh, and oh, they, they gonna, won't be flying around or crawling on you or anything. But we can up. wreak revenge because they're trying to now infiltrate our press. They're trying to control the flow of information. Mm. And this American's not going to stand for it. So you have to eat them to you, do this. You're goddamn right I do. I think this is What do you think they're ways. afraid of more? Covered Manu, in chocolate? Raju just uh, sweeping them off his uh, ja jacket or Daddy Garmin coming down and munching down on it Seems him. a bit excessive. Uh, it's a bit excessive. It's too good. It's too good for him. That's how I look at it. <laughs> So uh, I have not received them yet. Apparently, they're winging their way, no pun intended, to mm. us right now. So maybe not for this Munchin' Monday, but certainly for the one I'm, after. I may camp out in front of your house and just intercept them. <laughs> We're open to have I may do that. In time. We'll keep you posted. Meanwhile, let's turn our attention to you, beloved members of the Garmy. We'd love it when you reach out to us. Multiple ways you can do that. Email. You can always send me an email. Ralph at the RalphReport.com. Eddie or Steve. At that same email address, you can find us on social media via our names, or you can do what a lot of folks choose to do. Leave a message on the Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it is available to you for your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments. All you got to do is dial up the number one 833 Hi, Ralph. And then I listen to them. And I grab a handful to catch my ear, and we put them here in Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. Blah, 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 blah. I mentioned yesterday that I was tipped off to the chocolate cicada oh, yeah. by longtime Garmy member uh, Bridget from Long Island. Oh, Bridget. And mm. you, uh, you expressed some unhappiness with I'm Bridget. I'm very dissatisfied with Bridget. For having given me the heads up. Very dissatisfied. Well, she heard that, and she feels, I think, now a little bit guilty for what's what's coming around the she corner. Should. 
Eddie, I am so fucking sorry. Mm. I really didn't fucking think he would do that. Why? I really, really didn't think he would fucking order that shit. You, you know most, him. I thought he might make a joke of it. No. But I really didn't think he would. I, I, I'm just fucking shocked that, like, How that's are you a shocked? lie. That, 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 that's a he doesn't even have a line over that shit. I'm fucking speechless. I've never been fucking speechless in my life. <laughs> I am so fucking sorry. You it be. is so fucking gross. Yes. I told Ralph he better have a fucking garbage pail ready for <laughs> you. But you know, if you happen to miss the garbage pail, hey, you know, I don't I, I, I don't know how you could mm. be held accountable for that, I you know? Be. That's just fucking gross. I'm so fucking yes. sorry. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. gross. Yes. Oh, LMSB. She's the one who suggested it. Why is she? I don't now know. She won't even eat lobsters. Throwing me under the bus. And she does this to me. She could have ran it by me in an email, and I'd be like, "Hey, that'd be funny." Or no, Ralph will buy those, <laughs> and I will have to eat one. It cracks me up that she's surprised. I don't know how she's shocked. Has she not listened to the show before? Has she not known that I've been trying? I've been scouring the earth looking for uh, bull balls to make. Eat? We dipped our testicles in soy sauce to see if we could taste it. Yeah, there's not there's not a lot of lines drawn when it comes to me. And doing stuff, oh. for show, quite frankly. Oh. I, I had my, my asshole waxed. Yeah. For God's sakes. Look, I on. went into a, 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 Come on, a cryogenic chamber. There's, there's nothing I won't fuck. do. Fuck, fuck, fuck. From time to time, folks call in. They have a difficulty uh, navigating the whole voicemail concept, I believe. Really? It's not new. And uh, I feel like they wish they could take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was turning. Fuck, let me start over. <laughs> well, make the turn. Maybe pull over. Yeah. Maybe you make don't, the call. Maybe you don't need to call right in the middle of your commute. You can wait until the car is stopped so you're not pre... You're not, Do it before you leave the house or when you get home. You're not distracted by the fact you're actually making a turn. You're not calling in live. You're in traffic. <laughs> I wish there was a way to delete this. Yeah, just go ahead and do, well, do your driving. You don't have to be the 10th caller to get on. You know, win a prize. Jesus. Just park first. <laughs> Yesterday's one-hit wonder was Breakfast at Tiffany's by Deep Blue Something. This song jarred something for Josh. Memories of a crime that was committed right in front of him. Hey, Ralph. Hey, Eddie. This is Josh from Georgia. Just calling uh, in response to Wednesday's one-hit wonder. It jarred a memory loose for me. I was a uh, church kid back in the late 90s, early 2000s, and we had our teen, you know, sing-along or whatever, and the guy singing the song told us that he had been just really introspective and, you know, heard this song, and it just weighed heavily on him, and he wanted to share it with us, just very, you know, serious. So he starts singing the verse and all of us start looking at each other like, this sounds really familiar. And it keeps going and we're like, no, yeah, we've definitely heard this somewhere. And he gets to the chorus and he just belts out. And I said, what about Jesus on Calvary? And the whole room just loses it. We're like, that's breakfast at Tiffany's, dude. And he's like, what are you talking about? I don't know that. I was like, yes, you do. You thought we didn't listen to secular worldly music and you tried to pass off this song. It's breakfast at Tiffany's, man. So thanks for the laugh yesterday. I hadn't thought about that in years. So just thought I'd share it with you. LMD. 
That is not very Christian wow, to how, steal the work of another and pass it off as your own. Wow, how disingenuous. Jesus is not down with plagiarism. Wow, pal. no, he should not be, no. And I said, what about Jesus on Calvary? <laughs> Fucking what? It's the worst religious oh. song ever. Oh. Speaking of music, you know we like to kick the show off with upbeat music each and every episode to make your day a little bit brighter. We call them our happy hits. Kim called in with this one. This is going out to all of the Kims out there. Hey, Ralph and Eddie um, and Steve, of course. This is Kim from the OC. Um, I'm calling about this week. It's the last week of school, Ralph. I'm an elementary school teacher, and we've been back in person since September, and I don't even know what to say to describe the year we've had. But lucky for us here at my school, we've all been real safe. And in that way, it's been a, a success. And uh, goodness, I am exhausted. <laughs> anyway, I'm requesting a happy hit for all of us uh, educators out there. I'd love to request vacation from the Go-Go's, the new Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees, the Go-Go's. So thanks, Ralph. Um, love you, mean it. To Kim and all the teachers out there, yeah. I think this pandemic has taught us perhaps more than ever how much we owe to teachers yeah. and how hard the work is that they do. And we are coming up on graduation season. So here it is to all the teachers, a well-earned vacation by the Go-Go's. <laughs> Every go-go song is a happy hit. I me, think so. But that's know. a particularly good one. Thank you, Kim, for calling in. Thanks to everybody, actually, who called in for the Garmy on the Line segment. You, too, can be featured on this segment. But in order for that to happen, you got to call me. All right.
right, as you know, we have uh, decided to limit our recurring segments to one day of the week. Yes. So on Mondays, we're going to be still looking back on this day in history. On okay. Tuesdays, we will be discussing holidays or holidays. Mm -hmm. On Wednesday, we will talk about folks who have passed away in Hello Death. Mm -hmm. Fridays, we're going to have uh, every Friday, we're going to be playing the Garmy Game Show. Yes. By the way, great prize this Friday. Our folks at Jada Toys have released a brand new giant die-cast model of the 1989 Batmobile, the Ooh, Tim Burton Batmobile. That's cool. That's going to be the prize for what? tomorrow's show. Fuck, that's yeah. a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Jesus Christ. Because a lot of people are going to want this. Come it's on, a limited man. edition. Oh. I've got two to give away thanks to our friends at Jada Toys. So <sighs> tomorrow is going to be a toughie. All right, look, everyone out there who has not been in the game show, email me if you have... Email me before and you haven't been called, email me again with your address so I can have the big pool of everything and I can pull from it, just in case you've, you've fallen down the list. All right. And so, put, uh, put Garmy Game, game show, show in the subject line with your address. Game Show in the subject in the line body. with your mailing address as well so we can ship yeah. this Batmobile out to you when you right. win tomorrow. Yes. Trying to keep things positive. Yeah. When I win. So we had a gaping hole <laughs> on our lineup. A gaping hole. For Thursdays. Yeah. What are we going to do? Yeah. So I had to come up with something. Yeah, right. Now, here's the thing, a little backstory. When I started doing Hello Death, mm -hmm. a lot of people were saying, really, during what we're going through right now with this pandemic, you're going to focus on death? You're going to be the death guy who talks about people dying? Is that really what we need? And I was like, well, yeah. it's part of life. It's really not. It's historical. It's not, you know, I'm not wishing death on anyone. It's already happened. Nothing I can do yeah. to stop it now. You're not talking about like, gory deaths not how well, they sometimes. die well yeah sometimes but that's not what the segment's about it's a historical segment. people were down on the death yeah. so i thought okay for thursday how do i redeem myself how do i come up on, and go on the other side what's yeah, the yeah. what's the opposite the right. reverse of death born born to be what? alive these people are all born to be alive eddie <laughs> pence born 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 to be alive they're great people throughout history. We'll celebrate the day of their birth. Okay. On Born to be Alive, All our right. new segment. I like it. So let's I kick like it. kick it in. On this day, June 3rd in 1726, James Hutton, Scottish geologist, was born in Edinburgh, Scotland. Hmm. He's the father of modern geology. Ah, uh, yeah. That's boring. It's not boring. He formulated the theory <laughs> of the earth. Okay. He was the first person to suggest that the Earth is millions of years old. Oh, he's probably ridiculed for that. He was. He said, if you look at rocks, they must have been formed through cycles of a natural process over what's known as geologic time, which is eons passing. Mm -hmm. He said, rocks on mountains may have been formed in the bottom of the sea. That's oh. how long it takes for these, these formations to come up and arise. Older, much older than man. I wonder if he wasn't killed. So he, he was the guy who came up with the idea that the earth is millions of years old until he came along. Everybody's like, oh, gee, Jesus made it in a week. Those people <laughs> ruled the world. So he's a pretty big deal. Yes, he is. As is Manuel Belgrano. He was born on this day in 1770. He's an Argentinian politician who was uh, responsible for the independence of uh, Argentina. Okay. Created the flag of Argentina. What's that look like? It looks okay. like a uh, it's like cloth and it's right. got colors. Okay, so and like all flags. 
pretty gotcha. much. Yeah, I don't know what particular the. Uh, well, the, I thought if, you, if it's a big deal to state that he created the flag, it's a I thought you deal to Argentinians. I'm not an Argentinian. Okay, well, I'm sure it's a pretty flag. But I know we have Argentinian Garmy members, yes. so I wanted to to talk to them about the sure Manuel Belgrano, who's sure a big it's deal a there. Flag. His last words upon his death, Eddie Pence. Oh shit! No, I, patria mia, I patria mia. He said. Was who's he calling his dad? No, oh my country. That's what oh that my means country. In Spanish, yes. Patria mia. So till his death, he was still thinking something. about Argentina. Okay. Yeah. So he really focused on his country. He loved his country. Yes. Okay. If cicadas started to swarm in his country, he'd stand he up and he died he'd, eating cicadas. He'd fight them. Yes. 1771, Charles Bernard de Somme, a French physicist from Dijon, France. Mm -hmm. uh, he was the guy who came up with the exact composition of carbon monoxide. He was the first guy to break it down. Wow. it's impressive. Second best thing to ever come out of Dijon. Besides the mustard. Grey Poupon was the first one. <laughs> 1808, Jefferson Davis, who would grow up to become the president of the Confederate States of America, yep. was born on this day in Fairview, Kentucky. And so we say to him, Ooh, you suck. Yeah, we don't like Jeff. Still has a monument in Virginia. Of course he does. It's the, it looks like the Washington Monument, but it's smaller. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. It's nuts. 1819, famous American sculptor, painter, and musician Thomas Ball was born. He, you can still see his work today, Eddie Pence. I'm sure you know. What's your, what's your, he sculpted a lot of famous people. What's your favorite sculpture of Thomas Balls? Oh, probably Kyle. <laughs> Just Kyle? <laughs> Just that guy Kyle that he guy did? guy Kyle at the end of the bar. If you Kyle. are in Central Park in Manhattan, New York City, you can see his famous sculpture of Daniel Webster right there in oh, the park. Okay. If you happen to be in Washington, D.C., in the Capitol Hill neighborhood, you can see his Emancipation Memorial. Or perhaps if you are in Massachusetts, you can see his George Washington riding a horse uh -huh. in Boston's public garden. So he still has a lot of famous sculptures around these yes. United States. And Kyle. He changed the game when it came to outdoor sculptures. 1843, Frederick VIII, King of Denmark, was born on this day. 1865, George V, King of the United Kingdom, was born. 1873, Otto Lowy. Otto Lowy? Otto Lowy, German physician. Yeah was born on this day. He was the guy who discovered that acetylcholine, excuse me, acetylcholine mm -hmm. existed. Okay, what's that do? That is a, a neurotransmitter. That, that is released by nerve cells to send signals to other cells, muscle cells, gland cells, neurons, things like that. It's a liquid that actually communicates from different parts of the body. Hmm. It's given hmm. off by the uh, vagus nerve, I believe. <laughs> the vagus nerve. I believe that's what it's called, okay. yes. 1888, Tom Brown, famous Dixieland jazz trombonist, was born in Nolens, Louisiana. Nolens. What would we do without the, the happy sound of the Dixie jazz bands? Right? I like that. It's peppy music. That's fun. 1901, Maurice Evans, British actor, was born in Dorchester, Dorset, England. He was um, Samantha's dad on Bewitched. Oh, okay. But most people probably know him. It's kind of shame too, because he was a famous Shakespearean actor. He played Hamlet, and he was a big deal on but he's stage. He's known for Bewitched. 
Well, actually, he's known for Dr. Zayas in Planet of the oh, Apes. Oh, that's even worse. That that was his true claim to fame. <laughs> After playing the classics on the stage in London and Wearing on rubber, Broadway. Rubber monkey man. He's mask. known for being a, a rubber orangutan. That's what he got known for best. Wow. Here's a little bit of him threatening Charlton Heston in Planet of the Apes. Now the tribunal has placed you in my custody for final disposition. You realize what that means? No. Emasculation to begin with, then experimental surgery on the speech centers, on the brain, eventually a kind of living death. Ah, Zayas, what have you done? Emasculation. Yeah, going to make him a gelding. Oof. Yeah, it's bad news. You don't want to be on the planet. Of the no, Earth. you do not. 1904, Charles Drew... American physician and surgeon pioneered the idea of the blood bank. He came up oh, with the blood bank. That saved millions of lives. Right? How? Yeah. Where would we be without on this day in 1904, Charles R. Drew wasn't born? Yeah. He was the guy who said, hey, you know how people need blood? Yeah. Why don't we, why don't we keep, bank it? Why don't we keep a bunch of it? <laughs> why don't we store it and make sure it's there yeah. so when we need Dude, it, we got it? That saved countless lives. That's, you can't so, even count. You can't count them because they're countless. It's countless. That's it's, how many there are. It's incountable. Exactly my point. Josephine <laughs> Baker. Uh, Heard of her. Yeah. Dancer, uh, Parisian nightclub owner, the Folie Bergère. She was born in 1906 on this day. Here's uh, one of your pals, yeah. Paulette Goddard. Oh, yeah. American actress who worked, of course, with Charlie Chaplin. And she married up, him. Ended up marrying uh, Modern little, Times little tramp. and uh, Great Dictator. Great Dictator yeah. 1910, she was born on this day. Ellen Corby, another actress, was born on this day in 1911. Folks may remember her as uh, Grandma Walton in the TV series The Waltons. I remember, of course, because she was in an episode of Batman where she played an old lady who saw one of the Joker's Martians in Gotham Park. And uh, just what did this man from Mars say to you in Gotham Park, Mrs. Green? I don't know. I don't speak Martian or Margius or, or whatever you call it. <laughs> Margius? Margius? <laughs> 1918, British actor Patrick Cargill was born in London, England. Beatles fans may remember him as the superintendent from Scotland Yard who tries to help Ringo Starr in the movie Help. When they're trying to uh, cut his hand off to get that uh, ring back by that uh, that cult. Yeah. Chief Superintendent. Ringo, please. It's for you, the famous Ringo. Hold on. It's them. There's only me and Paul know we're here. I know we're here. Allow me. I'm a bit of a famous mimic in my own small way, you know. James Cagney. Hello there. This is the famous Ringo here, Gear Fab. What is it that I can do for you, as it were, Gear Fab? Not a bit like Cagney. <laughs> Not a bit like Cagney. <laughs> Love that scene. Tony Curtis was born on this day in 1925. Famous actor, Some Like It Hot, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, what else was he in? Uh, Spartacus, wasn't he in that? Was he? I think. I don't know. Uh, you know Tony Curtis, though, right? Yeah. You know. I'm trying to think of what else he was in. Uh, Something. The, uh, um, um, oh, mm, he and Burt Lancaster in that movie about publicists and uh, show business. Oh, fuck. I oh, can't think of uh, it. Wall Street. No. My God. <laughs> oh, damn it. Anyway. <laughs> fuck it. He was the Boston Strangler. He had a long, oh, yeah, long yeah. career. Yeah, yeah, he was Dan Tana's boss on Vegas. Oh, what? oh that's, that's where I know him from. Yeah. 
Born on this day is Bernard Schwartz, by the way. He was not born Tony Curtis. Oh, why'd he change it? Because Bernard Schwartz maybe wasn't the sexiest of leading man <laughs> names back in the 1950s. Maybe that's why. Famous American poet Allen Ginsberg was born on this day in 1926. 1960s counterculture icon, born in Newark, New Jersey on this day. Of all his famous poems, Eddie Pence, what's your favorite Allen Ginsberg oh poem? What do you think is the biggest one people know Ooh. him for best? Roll it tighter. <laughs> No, I think Howl. Oh, Howl. Howl, of course. I've heard of that one. Or The Fall of America, perhaps. Roll it tighter. Much more roll it tighter. 1927, in Paducah, Kentucky, Boots Randolph was born, oh, American nice. saxophonist. What would Benny Hill be without Boots Randolph being born on this day? Without yakety sax, he's nothing. In 1927. 1929, Chuck Barris, TV game show producer and host from The Gong Show and yeah. The Newlywed Game and so many. Also a secret CIA assassin. of a dangerous mind. That's right. He was born on this day in 1929. Any, uh, any idea what major metropolitan mm. city Chuck Barris was born in well, on this day? Well, he's a nut job, so obviously Philadelphia. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's right. We're going to have so much fun today. Ow! <laughs> Still love Chuck Barris. Raul Castro, 18th president of Cuba, was born on this day in 1931. Of course, the younger brother of Fidel Castro. Fidel. Say hello to my little brother, he said famously. Larry McMurtry, American Pulitzer Prize-winning author, uh, Lonesome Dove, Brokeback Mountain. I mean, just so many great Western stories. Born on this day in 1936. Michael Clark, rock drummer for The Birds, was born on this day in 1944. Staying with music, Mickey Finn. British guitarist and percussionist from the band T-Rex was born on this day in 1947. On this day in 1947, John Dykstra was born. Does that name sound familiar to you, Eddie Pence? John Dykstra. John Dykstra. Hmm. Is he related to Lenny Dykstra? No, I don't believe he is. I don't know. Special that. effects supervisor hmm. on a little uh, movie oh, okay. called Star Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. How dare you? I'm, I didn't place and it right away. you say you're a Star Wars oh, fan. Oh, my God. He created the original visuals for something called a lightsaber. Without John Dykstra, it's just two guys holding a stick. So you are, should be glad he was born to be alive on be. this day. I should be. We wouldn't have the lightsaber without him, yes. He did a ton of other moves, of course. Uh, after his success with Star Wars, went on to do Batman Forever and Batman and Robin and X-Men First Class, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. He just worked, 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 worked. Melissa Matheson, speaking of movies, American screenwriter, married to Harrison Ford at one point. Oh, yeah. Born on this day in 1950. She wrote E.T. That's a pretty good legacy. It's not bad. You're going to write a screenplay? It's not bad at all. 1952, Billy Powell. American musician and keyboardist for a band called Leonard Skinnerd was born on this day in 1952. Famous for that inspirational swelling intro to the song Freebird that no one can really listen to anymore. But <laughs> you got to admit that intro is pretty cool.
lastly, Rafael Nadal, Spanish uh, tennis player, born on this day in 1986. Hmm. He's won 20 Grand Slam singles Damn. titles. 13 times he won the French Open. Oh. He can play some tennis. They play on clay there, right? Is it clay? Is that the one? French is on clay? I believe I think that's the clay so. one. Because <laughs> Wimbledon is grass, Wimbledon's right? grass. Yeah. U.S. Open's grass. I don't know. I think French is I don't know much clay. about the professional world of tennis. I don't either. But I know he's, he's good. All right, at this point, we find someone who was born on this day throughout history, and we find a food related to that person, mm. and we see if Eddie Pence will eat it or perhaps stick it up his ass. And pull it out. Oh. How do we do that? Well, it's with the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. We talk about the food, then we pull the handle, and we watch where the reels land. If they all come up and they match. Jackpot. Yeah, that means Eddie's eating that yeah. food. However, if they're all mismatched, blah, <laughs> he's not going to go for it. Get used to that sound. For munching Monday? Yes. With, with cicadas? You're going to master pee all over the place. Oh, no, you won't. You're mm. going gonna to man up. I'm I have not. faith. Mm-mm. On this day in 1930, a gentleman named Joseph Hardin Columby was born. Okay. He was the founder of a little grocery store chain in 1967 that went on to take over the world. Trader Joe's. Yeah. Joe Hardin Columby was the creator of Trader Joe's grocery store chain in 1967. Where would we be without Trader Joe's? Yeah, people love that place. People love they Trader love Joe's. And... Well, the one thing is, if we didn't have, if he wasn't born to be alive, yeah, parking would be a lot easier in the malls Fuck. where Trader Joe's exist. There is not a good. Why Trader don't Joe's they lot? make more parking? I don't know. Have it, you ever tried to park in, yes. a, in a mall or a mini mall yes. where there's a Trader Joe's? It's impossible. It's it. There's Costco parking lots and Trader Joe parking. I've lots, seen and people both come to blows over spaces for Trader Fucking Joe's. Awful. It's a nightmare. Other it. than that, I love their food. And so do a lot of people, Eddie Pence. In fact, every year, Trader Joe's has what they call their Customer Choice Awards, hmm. where they highlight the most popular products across eight different categories offered by Trader Joe's. And then the overall winner becomes the most popular Trader Joe product among customers that year. Not surprisingly, for multiple years, it has been this particular food. Yeah. You ready? Yes, lay it on me. All right. It's not two buck chuck, is it? It's not. It's not no, wine. You know, I wouldn't give you wine because I know you don't well, drink. I know, I just wonder. But this food offered by Trader Joe's is perennially the most popular food offered by Trader Joe's. Okay. The Trader Joe's Mandarin Orange Chicken is number one. Most recently in the 12th annual Trader Joe's Customer Choice Awards, once again, voted the most popular item that Trader Joe's sells. Tender chunks of juicy chicken in a crispy breading coated with the house-made sauce of fresh California orange peels, fresh ginger, fresh garlic, fresh green onions, and soy sauce. Oh, my God. The Mandarin Orange Chicken from Trader Joe's. I like to eat it, but it's not about me. It's about Eddie Pence. Would he eat the most popular food sold at Trader Joe's? <laughs> Everybody likes it. Let's see if Eddie Pence does. Mandarin Chinese chicken. Let's pull that handle. Here we go. One mandarin, two mandarin. I depended in a mandarin. Yeah, that's good shit, man. That it's is. made. It's good shit with orange peels, right? Which is what I gave you, right? But those are bad. Those are nasty. Oh my Just God. eating the orange peels alone, new. No. But if you have it with chicken and a sauce, and it's all mixed together. You don't know what you're eating. 
So the key for you is just for you to be ignorant, just for you not knowing. Yeah, that's what why I'm saying eating. if it was 99% chocolate and 1% cicada, there probably wouldn't be an issue here. There would. But be. since it's about 85% cicada from what it looks like, there's <laughs> going to be an issue. <laughs> well, look at that Eddie Pence eating something <laughs> that he wouldn't eat otherwise a piece of it. Usually, if there's an ingredient there that Eddie re rejects, then it's just no, uh, it's good. not going to happen. If you get the jasmine rice they have there at Trader Joe's and mix it with the orange chicken, yeah, fuck, that's good. It's all good. Oof. So Oof. there you go, boys and girls. Our new Thursday segment: Born to Be Alive. Born to be alive. Born to be alive. <laughs> See, upbeat. There you go. About birth and success right. and people who what are... They gave to the world. Exactly, except for that Jefferson Davis yeah. asshole fucker. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash the Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. All right, let's take a look now at the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. This is bad news. What? Have you been following this Bam Margera story? I have not. Bam, one of the original members, of course, of the Jackass franchise. He was booted off the set of the most recent Jackass film because his, the one requirement they had of him oh, that's right. was that he stay sober. And he uh, did not follow that yeah. request. And so they gave him a boot. And now he is going off on people connected with Jackass, most vis uh, visibly going after Johnny Knoxville, but also the longtime director of the Jackass franchise, Jeff Tremaine. Mm. And now Jeff Tremaine has, um, well, he he applied for and now has received a restraining order Whoa. against Bam Margera because Whoa. Bam is threatening him, his wife, and his kids. Ooh. Saying if he doesn't write him a big check for his participation in the Jackass franchise that, uh, well, let me just read you what the, one of the notes read. Terrifying. Look at your children and grab your pocketbook and write a check. Oh, my God. If you are greedy and cheap, look at your children again. If you don't sign the paper, look at your children. Sign your stupid fucking contract before you're not safe anywhere, he wrote one dude, threatening letter. That dude needs so. to be put away. Uh, well, he's very sick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's got, uh, he's got uh, mental health issues, and he's got serious sobriety issues, and he needs a lot of help. But understandably, Jeff Tremaine is concerned for his uh, family's yeah. well-being. I mean, that's... You can't oh. fuck around when it comes to that. No. But I was so saddened by reading that story. Looks like Chris Harrison won't be returning to Bachelor in Paradise this summer. Uh-oh. Chris Harrison has been in a bit of trouble with the Bachelor franchise ever since he sort of suggested that one former bachelorette uh, who had gone to an Old South Plantation-themed party shouldn't be um, attacked until we had a chance to... Hear her side of the story, right. basically. Right, right. People said, there's no side of the story. If you go to a plantation, you pretend to be a white person in the Old South, you're, you are partying in a, a representation of something that was a true blight on the yes. history of America. Yes. So Chris Harrison lost his gig as host of The uh, uh, of uh, the Bachelor, but people thought he might come back for Bachelor in Paradise, which is the much lighter version. It's just singles showing up on a right. beach in Mexico and fucking, basically. <laughs> 
and drinking and fucking, and then they drink, and then they fuck some And then more. they choose somebody, and then it's Then over. they fuck, and they do some fucking, and then more drinking, and then there's crying in between the fucking and ah, drinking. Yes, of course. It's a very entertaining show, but he won't be back. Instead, ABC apparently will be using a rotating series of celebrity guest hosts. Ew. That sounds awful. That sounds worse and than it, the other way. It gets worse when you find out that one of the guest hosts reportedly is David Spade. Oh my God! This just that show just became unwatchable. I mean, that, that's the that's the final, like flailing of the show, right? It's going. It's got to be done after the season. I think so. You can't you can't carry on once David Spade's involved. He's going to sit there and make snarky comments at everybody the whole time. Yeah. So you guys are you going to be boning or what? Oh my God. <laughs> Midget. Quentin Tarantino is releasing a novel. Oh. Arrives in stores on June 29th. How thick is that novel going to be? Huge. Wow. It's the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood novel. Oh, my God. It's all the stuff he couldn't put in the movie. You know, originally, the original cut of that film was four hours long. Did you know that? Wow. I'd sit through that. I sat through the Snyder Cut. I'd sit through four hours I still that. haven't gotten to the Snyder Cut. You haven't? Cut. No, I still haven't. I just <laughs> I can't. It's, it's a lot. The idea makes me tired. It's, well, the first hour seems like four hours. Yeah. So. Um, well, you may be able to see it. Because Tarantino said that the four-hour cut version may exist on uh, a streaming service in about a year's time or so. I'd watch that. But meanwhile, he has done a novelization of the film with a lot more backstory with the characters that's going to be released. So if you like the movie, maybe you want to read the book as well. I don't know if I'll read that book. Well, he said it's not just a novelization of the film. It's not just like the screenplay, but it's a lot of added details and storylines. Wasn't he talking at one point of taking all the, the stuff that didn't make it into the final cut and making sort of a series... He was talking with about it. yeah breaking it up into an episodic kind yeah. of thing, but now it's like there's going to be one big four-hour uh, dump someplace. <laughs> Speaking of streaming services, Netflix has announced that Jupiter's Legacy is done after one season. Did you watch any of that Jupiter's didn't, Legacy didn't on see, Netflix? Didn't see any of that. That's a Mark Miller who, of course, is responsible for Kick Ass and a bunch of other cool I comic like the books stuff. stuff. I do too. I haven't seen any of Jupiter's Legacy either, and now I'm not sure if I will invest myself, considering it's yeah, it's over. It's one and done. But Netflix is still in the Mark Miller business because what they're going to do is take another project of his called Super Crooks, story of a bunch of supervillains uh, making one incredible heist movie, and they're going to make a series out of that instead, so they're still going to be working with him. But as for the Jupiter's Legacy cast and storyline, um, Miller seems to think that it would, they will revisit it at some time, perhaps somewhere down the line, and uh, Netflix is open to the idea, but apparently it didn't go over so well. Hmm. I know, critically, people didn't seem to care for it at all. Well, maybe it'll get a cult following now that it's discontinued and, you know, the way Firefly did. Yeah, maybe we'll bring it back. Let's see. Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on June 3rd. Guitarist Kerry King of the band Slayer is 57 years old today. That's pretty. It's a pretty song. You're going insane. It's all Spinal Tap. Every time I hear any of those bands, all I can hear is Spinal Tap. Danny Wilde from the Rembrandts is 65. Rembrandts, uh, they have a great song called That's Just the Way It Is, Baby. But with all the news lately, I figured we might as well play the song the Rembrandts are truly known for. I'll be there for theme from Friends, done mm-hmm. by the Rembrandts. wonder if everyone's singing that to Matthew Perry these days. Oh, I still haven't watched Reunion, have you? No, I haven't, I haven't seen it. Seen it either, no. 
I'm not uh, that interested. I'm not either. I want to watch rich people talk about talk how, about how they got rich, how much they love each other, and how <laughs> cool they think they are. How I can great their careers were. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Valentine, who played Mallory's boyfriend on Family Ties, is 63 years old today. Singer Ian Hunter, who was the lead singer, of course, for Mott the Hoople, 82 years old today. Vic Sahay from Chuck is 50 years old. Singer Eddie Holman is 75. Hey, very lonely girl. Lonely girl. Actor Tristan Rogers, who played super suave secret agent Robert Scorpio. Oh, yeah. Along with Luke and Lara on General Hospital. 75 years old today. We have to find the ice princess. That was the eye patch guy, right? Scorpion? No, that's Patch. Ah, oh, fucking Patch. I always get those guys From confused. Days of Our Lives. I always get Robert Scorpio was the suave, I think he was either British or Australian. I think he was Australian. I always get them confused. He was the cool guy who worked with uh, Luke and Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy, the Patch guy. I get him confused. His Every name was Patch. Is literally Patch. How can you get that confused well, I, with I figured, else? like, why would you just be that, like, on the nose with it? That's a soap opera. That's why. Hey, whatever happened with your soap opera edition? Uh, apparently, I'm not good enough to be a soap actor. Oh, so. well, all right. Or Jay Leno. Either one. Wait, what about the... Uh, no. There's the, nothing. How about the moving box guy? The move. No, that nothing. No. I should quit. I need to find a different job. No. It's a numbers game. You just got to keep at it. Right. Never quit. Mm. They let them, never let them take your dreams away from you. Right. They're already gone. Like Susie Quattro said, singer Susie Quattro is 71 years old today. Before there was um, Joan Jett, mm -hmm. before there was Lita Ford, and there was a hard rocking women, there was Susie Quattro. the wild one, Eddie Pence. I am the wild one. They can't yes. hold you down. You're going to own this town. Right. Yeah. At my age. Keep yeah, the faith, sure. man. Josh Segarra from Chicago PD is 35 years old. Today, singer Dan Hill is 67. Sometimes when we touch, the honesty is too much. And I have to close my eyes and hide. That up against Slayer. Fuck I should have put downer. those two Give back to back. Give me insane over that. I wanna hold oh, you till I'm going I insane. die. Till we both break down oh, and cry. No. Makes you want to kill yourself. I wanna hold you. No. Till the fear in me subsides. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, it's about these, love. Rather a cicada. It's about real things. Well, you'll get your chance. <laughs> Anderson Cooper, CNN TV journalist, is 54 years old. And singer Denise Williams is 71, probably best known for this hit off the Footloose soundtrack. Let's hear it from the Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> What? Did Scorpio have the scar? 
No, he was beautiful. He didn't have any. <laughs> Who's the guy with the scar? Saying what was Patch? Did he Patch have the scar too? That's why he wore the patch because he had a scar across right. through his eye. Have, it's all confused. Sorry, that's where my head is right now. I'm in Scorpio and Patch territory. Trying to sing along with Footloose, <laughs> and you're still thinking about Patch. I'm thinking about Patch. That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And because it's Thursday, it's time for us to fling open the doors of that esteemed Institute of Learning, Ralph Sex University. You don't know what to do. There's one man to help you through. He's a graduate of sex. Now that the world's starting to open up again, you can only imagine how happy exotic dancers and strip clubs have to be. Yes. They were hit hard Big by time. the pandemic. We, you may remember we were talking about they were uh, starting a delivery service for food. Yeah, drive up. They were doing a drive-through so, yeah. strip clubs. They were doing anything they could yeah. to keep the doors open. And now it looks like we can all go back in and have an old-fashioned lap dance. That's what we're doing in Vegas when we go, right? How so. comfortable would you feel right now going into a strip club and getting a lap dance? I'd be fine. I'm vaxxed. I'm fine. Yeah. I feel me, fine. Me too. My wife's vaxxed. My kid's getting vaxxed. I feel fine. Let's get one for Tracy then. Let's get the whole, the whole Pence clan needs to go in there and get lap <laughs> the dances. The whole family needs. Cole's old enough. Get one for Stanley. Everybody gets a lap dance. <laughs> Well, now that strip clubs are opening up again, this call seemed appropriate for a topic for Sex University. Hey, Ralph. Yo, Eddie. What up, crew? This is Knife from Kuwait. We, I used to know a co-worker who was with us, and she came to us, and she said that she named her daughter Savannah. And my, fr- my other co-worker and I looked at each other, and we just laughed when we heard it. And not for nothing, because I think the first thing that came to my mind is hopefully what you guys came to, came to you guys' mind, you filthy bastards, is that that is an excellent, excellent stripper's name. Savannah. So Savannah. I, my question is, is like, why, where did it come from that the strippers should have these names like Chantel or Star or stuff like that? I just wanted to know the whole thing. Okay, guys, I love you. I mean it. Bye. Thanks for the topic. Stripper stage names. Where did that come from? What was the established protocol for uh, strippers taking stage names? Well, it's multifaceted. Here's the thing. Initially, it's just good business. You're, You're selling a fantasy. You're selling an illusion. Right. And sometimes your real name may not be as sexy or as lyrical as the product you're trying to sell. You're playing a character. This fantasy, right. So it's basically like naming a character. Um, In some cases, sociologists say that women will take a stage name as a means of managing the stigma around being a stripper. It helps them develop what's called psychospatial boundaries. Like compartmentalize the whole Exactly. Situation. This will allow them to distance themselves from the uh, psychological toll of the job, along with distancing themselves literally from their fellow dancers and, of course, establishing personal rules regarding touching. When they're performing, they like to believe they're someone else. That, that separation helps them when, in terms of their mental health. Probably helps them lose their inhibitions too a little bit. In a guess, very yeah. difficult job. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're right. It does help them lose inhibitions. But sadly, it's also uh, for safety's sake because a lot of these women get harassed by potential stalkers and yeah. people who would try to track them down. And if they had their real names, that would help right. them. 
I mean, it's bad enough on the job. It says uh, in a Portland University study, 90% of the dancers they surveyed had some sort of sexual violence on the job to some level. And um, so in order to protect themselves, often they have to take an assumed name. Now, here's the thing. It does seem like there are some names that are more popular with others by women who get into this profession. Mm -hmm. So the same names keep popping up over and over (laughs) and over again. Savannah being one of them, (laughs) but not nearly at the top of the list. They did a recent survey of, I don't know, thousands of, uh, of dancers and they asked them what their stage names were. Right. And so they ranked them the top 100 stripper stage names (laughs) in America. And I thought it was fascinating. Uh, By the way, uh, many strippers say you got to be really careful about the name that you choose. It's got to, first of all, suit you. Yeah. And you can't try to be too unique or too different because sometimes that'll blow back in you. It has to be something that is easily recognized through a bad, shitty sound system in a strip club. <laughs> One woman said, I tried the name Ruby once, but customers kept thinking my name was Rudy. I tried Aries, which was my sign, and they thought they were calling me Harry. Come to the stage, Aries. Harry. <laughs> I tried Eris, and the DJ said he had never heard of that word before Aris? and didn't know how to wow. say it. <laughs> she finally settled on Simone. And she said people often still hear the name Simon blaring over the music club because the DJ is an idiot. (laughs) So uh, many of these names, I think, get used over and over again because they're simple to pronounce, they're recognizable, and they get the point across. Here's the thing I thought that was interesting. They're finding that a lot of high-end strip clubs are starting to ban certain names from being used on stage. Because it doesn't seem high-end enough? Yes, because it seems a little too Low common. It's, they don't want to be like every other strip club. They want to have a little cachet. Right. So they ask the girls to be a little bit more adventurous with hmm. their names. I don't think any of these names will surprise you, at least certainly not in the top 10. If your name is a car or a city or an adjective <laughs> or a gem... Odds are it's a pretty good uh, stripper <laughs> stage name. So here we go. Number one, Angel. Oh, oh yeah. That's Ladies and gentlemen, coming to stage number two, Angel. Angel making her way to stage number two. Get your dollar bills out, folks. She doesn't work for applause. It's Angel. <laughs> Those wings don't pay for themselves. Yeah. Number two, Amber. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty name, too, though. Here's the thing. Like, this woman named her kid Savannah, yeah. but I think it was a beautiful that name. That is a pretty name. And... Every dude at the office is going, oh, that's a good stripper name. She's going to be a pretty stripper. Yeah, she's on the pole already. <laughs> Crystal, number three. Uh-huh, Crystal, yeah. of course. Tiffany at number four. Oh, Tiffany. Number five, Brandy. Ah, uh-huh, yeah. Brandy with a Y, Brandy with an I, or Brandy with an IE. <laughs> Making her way to the stage. <laughs> Any of the Brandies. Any of the Brandies. Number six, Ginger. Oh. Now, I dated an adult film actress named Ginger Lynn. Yeah. It was her given name. That was name. her given name? Ginger was her real name. Lynn was her last name, or did she change her last name, too? Um, Lynn was her middle name. Oh, middle name. Okay. So there was both of those were her given oh. names. I dated two strippers in my life. Hmm. What were their names? Bambi and Autumn. <laughs> both of those, also their given They names. were not given Bambi as a yes. name. Yes. Yes was oh. her legitimate name on Come. her driver's license was Bambi. On parents. The other one, Autumn was her actual name. Oh, and both of them danced under their real names because how do you do any better than right. that? Right, you, you change your real name to a, a fake name. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Lola. Okay. Number eight, Candy. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. Number nine, I was surprised by. I did not see this coming. Anastasia. Oh, really? Yeah. 
That must be a new phenomenon because I haven't met many Anastasias no, on the stage. There's got to be a lot of glitter with Anastasia. Number 10, charity. <laughs> I wouldn't call yourself charity. Well, you're, you're asking for donations. I know. So but... it all works out, I think. All right, here's the rest of the, uh, the top 100 names. All right. Most recently by polled strippers, no pun intended. They were, they were already on the poll. Uh, number 11, Cherry. Uh, 12, Kitty. Ew. Then Jade. Not Kitty, like a little kid. Oh, I didn't. Kitty. Oh, Kitty. Meow. Like, meow. Okay. I thought you said Kitty. Kitty. See, See I couldn't be a DJ. You could not. Jade. <laughs> Destiny. Scarlet. I love, I like Scarlet. Chastity. No. That's kind of an ironic name, yeah. isn't it? It's that mind fucks you. Devin? Devin, I think, dude. Really? Devin? Yeah. I've known a couple Devins. Huh. Is it Devon? D-E-V-O-N or D-E-V-I-N? It's not Devon. It's not that you pronounce it. Devon is better than Devin. It's D-E-V-O-N. Devin. Okay. I thought you meant Devin, like D-E-V-I-N. Oh, I'm like, I'm thinking my buddy. Pronounce the same, just spelled differently. I don't want to see him strip. Devin. Devin. What kind of guys, you know, named Devin. Devon. <laughs> you gotta call her Devon. No, you don't, because that's, that's Devon. That's completely No, it's way sexier than Devin. Number 18, Bambi. There I am. There you go, buddy. Right there. Uh, <laughs> Dallas. Boo. Star. Diamond. Sky. Trinity. Foxy. That's a little long. Foxy, nose. yeah. No. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to stage number three, Foxy. No, it's just, you're, you're working too hard. That's not even a name. No one's buying no, that's your name. No, that's a description. I need a certain amount of, of suspension of disbelief when I meet my stripper right. and she says, hi, my name is. Yes. If you say, hi, my name is Foxy, I'm going to think, fuck no, it is. It's like saying you're sweaty. You've ruined it. You're coming to the stage no, sweaty. No one's picking sweaty, Eddie. That's a negative. <laughs> oh, sweaty, Eddie. Oh, that's not if she's dope. working. Sweaty's a positive. <sighs> Layla. Layla's pretty good. I like Layla. And then you get the song by Clapton, and that's yeah. what you dance to on your opening number. Yeah, yeah. I should manage. <laughs> Strippers? Yes. Lexi. Lexi making her way to the stage. Sexy Lexi. Roxy. Sexy Roxy. Ashlyn. No, too complicated. Ashlyn is Ashlyn, too It's, it's, is it's too weird because you're thinking Ashley, and then they hit you with a Lynn at the end. You're like, what the fuck are I you doing? Think, I think that's better because it separates you a little bit of the pack. It's not Ashley, which is... It's Ashlyn. It's Ashlyn. No, don't like it. And then here's a run of uh, car names. Porsche coming to the stage, uh, followed yeah. by Mercedes, and then Lexus later on in the set. <laughs> At number 32, Autumn. There's my girl. There you go. Well, you, both strippers you dated are in the top 100. Well, if there are 100 stage names, I think odds are pretty good. I'm going to run across... <laughs> Bambi and Autumn. A couple of them. Aspen. Aspen, no. China with a Y? Oh, yeah. Well, she was also a wrestler. Yeah, that, that ruined it for me. Yeah. <laughs> and a porn star at one point. Yes, she was. <laughs> I, I did you see I it? Yes, I did see my, it. My buddy did the commentary in the final scene, the, the ring commentary. He wasn't in it. He just did the voiceover commentary. Oh, I don't remember the final scene. I don't know. I may <laughs> have not. It's a gangbang in the ring. Oh, no. See, I didn't. It's bad. I thought there was one. It was like a like a personal tape or something that got. Oh, so that there was a sex tape, and then she actually did real porn. Oh, I think I saw just the sex. She tape. She did China Queen of the Ring. I think I had enough. Yeah, with it the was sex tape. it was bad. Uh, number thirty five, unique. See again, <laughs> okay. you're fucking no. working too hard. No, no. Don't make me have to try to believe your name's unique, and don't try to be cute <laughs> and think your name is unique no. because you're calling yourself. You're unique. not getting my dollar. Chardonnay. No, no. Houston. I like Houston. I do too. We have a problem. Lo oh, man. You really you went there? <laughs> London. 
I see London. I see France. I see London. I see underpants. myself in your pants. No. <laughs> Coco. That's pretty good. But then it makes me think of the uh, the, 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 the the cartoon the, movie, the dying the dying kid or the kid with the dying no, parents. Yeah, that, that's automatically. I've got a stack of dimes going, it's going down. Going over the. Uh, no. Going to the other side. I'm, I'm getting softer thinking about it. De, de los Muertos. No. Mm, no. No, Coco. Luscious. Ooh, luscious. Oh, well, come on. That's ridiculous. I'm thinking of a certain type of one when I hear luscious. That's a description. It's not a name. <laughs> delight. Same. You can't be delight. Your name's <laughs> no. not delight. No, not after that candy we had. <laughs> Turkish delight. Oh, fuck that. That ruined the word delight for me. Capri? Nope. Think orange juice. Cinnamon? No, cinnamon's pretty good. I don't like cinnamon. Welcome to stage, cinnamon, everybody. Yeah, that's pretty cute. Uh, I mean, I'm I in think, with I think cinnamon. I powder everywhere. Nah, Trixie. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Alexis. 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 A L E X I S. That's a nice name. I don't want to. I wouldn't call it a stripper name. What would you think I was saying other than Alexis? I said Alexis, like L E X U S. Like there's Alexis and there's Alexis. Okay, that's Alexis. If you can't see it when I'm saying it over the DJ speakers, what possible difference could it make how I spell it? I don't it? know. Miami. <laughs> no. Miami coming to the stage. I don't like no. Miami. Honey. No. Valentina. No. Giselle. Eh. Mm. Eh, maybe. Piper. Oh, I like Piper. That's, that's, cute. that's a cute name. Bunny. No. no. Too cute. Too cute. Ruby. No, we, we already no, talked about think, Ruby. It sounds like Rudy. Think about Aunt Ruby. and no, I don't want it. Emerald. Oh, I like emerald. Silver. So, ooh, yeah, especially with, like, platinum hair. Nah. Fuck yeah. That's dumb. <laughs> Coral. No, too rough. No, then I think it's Carl, too, if I'm hearing it. It's like in calluses everywhere. Indigo. That's pretty good. <laughs> Indigo's not bad. Peaches. No, too sticky. <sighs> I'm thinking sticky. Yeah, nothing wrong with that, by the way. No, I don't like sticky. Uh, Charlie. I like Charlie. Charlie, Birdie, Raven. I don't like Birdie. Asia. Okay. Brooklyn? No, too rough. Think no, cigar. it's not. She's Brooklyn got, she, Decker? She's smoking a cigar. Uh, number 63 is Savannah. We finally got around oh. to Savannah. Number 63 on the list. Geneva? Geneva? Oh, makes no. me sound, feel like war crimes. It's like you're talking the whole night. The Geneva Convention. <laughs> Sydney, spelled like the uh, Sydney, Australia. S-Y? Mm-hmm. Juno? No. Stormy? No. Stormy Daniels, kind of famous. Yeah, I know, but I think that ruined it. I think she owns it. I think that ruined it for me. No one else could be Stormy. Ivy? No, Poison Ivy. 69 is Flora. Flora? Flora, that's your aunt. (laughs) Who who gives you wet kisses on your cheek at Thanksgiving (laughs) and puts a dollar in your birthday card. That's your Aunt Flora and Ruby. Flora. That's your old lesbian aunts. Sparrow. Oh, I like Sparrow. I don't. Sounds like a weak-ass superhero. Harley. Harley's hot. Jalen. Mm, no. Cece. Just Cece? C-E-C-E. No. Cece. Oh, like in Poison. Like what? Like the, the guitar player for Poison, Cece. Oh, yeah. Okay. I that guess. one. Yeah. All right. So I think of him, so no. Xyla. Z- like Xylophone? Z-Y-L-A. No. Xyla. I'd be too busy thinking about it. Renee? No. Rihanna? No. Natasha? Oh, I like Natasha. No, because that's because you like Black Widow. Yeah, but Black Widow's jerking off the Marvel movies. Yeah, dude. Ariel. Okay. Yeah. It's like the mermaid. Under the sea. (laughs) Say you're jerking off to that. Ashley. Fuck's the difference? Because. What? Because Ariel was hot. 
So is Black Widow. Yeah, but no. Okay. Mine has a vagina. Yeah. Yours has a fish vagina. No, she doesn't. Now when she loses her voice, she's okay. walking on land. She has a fish vagina. Kiss the girl. Ashley, Lacey, Aiko. Mm -hmm. Aiko. Yeah. Aiko? A-I-K-O. Oh. Okay. Jamie? No. Stacy? Too normal. Kayla? See, I like some of the normal ones. It makes uh, it, it makes it feel like, oh, this is an actual person I'm meeting. Yeah, but I don't want it to be an actual person. No, it's it be a cartoon character. Like Zara. Z-A-R-A. -A. No, anything with a Z. Zara or Zara? Zara, I guess it is. <laughs> Viper. Ooh. <laughs> Who wants to dance from Viper? I don't, that could be hot. Oh, my God. If you're, if you're kind of scared, half scared, she's going to poison you. My penis does not work well when I'm half scared. <laughs> I like to be none scared. <laughs> Sophia. Mm -mm. Ava. No. Leilani. Okay. If she's Hawaiian. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so if she's sense. not, then I'm like, okay. Yeah, all right, don't, don't push it. Don't do that. And you're like uh, Emma Stone in that movie, The Descendants. I can play Hawaiian. <laughs> no, you can't. Elisa. Uh, Elisa. Alicia. Alyssa. Yeah, I guess it's Alyssa. E-L-I-S-A. Or Elisa. Or Elisa. Elisa? No, A. It's got an A at the end. God, Sierra. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, but I think dry. I think dry badge. <laughs> I'm like, she's not. Why? She's not into it at all. Sierra Nevada. That's the thing. I think desert. The Sierra Mountains are lush and green. I still Sierra makes me think dry, and then I think dry badge. Nicolette. Okay. No, reminds me of chewing gum when I'm trying to quit smoking. <laughs> Kelly with an I. No, because I don't. I don't see the spelling when I hear it. Yeah, Kelly. I just think That's Kelly. Kelly's kind of cute, though, Kelly. Kelly's cute, but Kelly you want to date. Kelly don't want to lap dance from. Depends on what Kelly's working with. Depends on what her moneymaker is. Kennedy. No. No, because I'm thinking of assassinating a president or the loudmouth over on Fox News. Yeah, no. Either way, I, I'm not. That's not a direction that builder. Horrible XVJ. Paulina. No. Petroskova. Makes you think of Paulina Petroskova? No. Melani. Leilani. No, it's just a ripoff of Leilani. It's not going to work. Alexandria. Leilani. What? Alexandria. No. Hope. 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 No, not for that. Not for that room. Faith, hope, and charity. No. Coming up next, all three of them. <laughs> at ninety-nine, Violet. Mm -mm. And at one hundred, the one hundredth most popular stripper name in America. Yeah. Aria. Aria. A R I A. Aria. No. As in the the, the song a. Uh, a soprano would sing in an opera, an aria. No, it's too complicated. No, it's not complicated. It's four letters. I don't like it. Aria. It's a lovely name, no, aria. No. Why like, is you? Why is that complicated? Because it brings to up too many questions. Like, what aria? What is that? Where'd you get that from? What is that? You're too busy thinking about how she got this name. Yeah, like Edwin. Where the hell did that come from? Who would give aria that name and to Edwin someone? are not the same. Very much. The Edwin's same. a common name. Aria is not. Edwin's a common name. More common than aria. If, if it's 1894, maybe it's common. Edwin. Edwin. So there you go. Maybe some names to avoid if you're thinking of naming your upcoming yeah. daughter with one of those names that would label her uh, someone who should be on a pole. But uh, <laughs> you can name know. her Aria. I don't think she'll go to the pole. Aria's That's a, a terrible stripper name. Very classy name. Aria is a very yeah, classy so say, name. Name your kid Aria. She won't be a stripper because it's not a good stripper it's name. It's a great stripper name. I beg if I have a high-end strip club, I'm letting Aria get on stage. <laughs> I'm not getting Zarathustra or whatever the hell that name <laughs> Melani. was. Melani. Melani's not getting up there. <laughs> So there you go, our deep dive into stripper stage names on today's Sex You. Sex You. All right, kids, that's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow. Always a good time on a Friday as we launch into the weekend. Steve Ashton will be on hand to help us get there with the UK update. Also, Video Vault 
We'll take a look at some th- school-based films, mm-hmm. be it high school or uh, college. college, since we are getting near graduation season. We thought that would be appropriate. And if you are a four-star general, once again, don't forget to tune in tonight at 7 o'clock and watch us record the Friday show. You get to see it first. All right, kids, we'll talk to you tomorrow. But in order for you to join us, you're going to have to take care of yourself. So as always, I ask you, please, get, get your vaccination, wear your mask, wash your hand, do all the stuff you're supposed to. Stay good in the hood. A little separation is always a good idea. Stay sweet at six feet. Because life is life. We want yours to be healthy enough to go to a strip club and get a dance from Houston. Winking her way to the stage right now. <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow, kids. Until tomorrow, love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye. 